0: You're listening to Equipped, the podcast that turns gaming concepts into life lessons. I'm your host, Isa Gonzalez, and each week, I'll show you different ways you can clear quests, fight boss battles, and level up, not only in-game, but also in real life. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. If you also tuned in last week, you know that I talked about what I learned from being a mage. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, feel free to head on over there first because I realized there's another reason why I prefer being a mage in most games. So that's why I thought it would be fitting to talk about that today. So let's jump straight into it. For mages and most ranged characters, there are always going to be skills with this so-called AOE, or Area of Effect. And for those who aren't familiar with that term, that's basically the range of an attack or spell your character has. So imagine there's this huge circle on the floor, any enemy that's within that circle will get damaged or will be affected. They could either be slowed down or frozen, depending on what skill you're using. And I've mentioned so many times already that my aim is really, really bad. And that's why I enjoy being a mage because I don't necessarily have to attack one person or one enemy at a time, I can just rely on the area of effect. And as long as I can strategically place the circle in a spot where most of the enemies will be, then I can deal more damage and my chances of surviving and winning increase substantially. And when this thought crossed my mind, I realized we all have our own areas of effect in real life. They can look really differently depending on whether we're working whether we're still studying we also have areas of effect with our friend groups and within our families and they're all different sizes too so the simplest example is you know celebrities their area of effect or the most commonly known phrase is area of influence is a lot bigger than you know an ordinary citizen It seems like common sense and it seems like it would be something that's obvious and something that most people are already aware of, but it's actually not the case. You know that feeling when you hear something over and over again and you feel like you already know it, but once someone else says it in a different manner, whether it's their change in voice or the way that they explain it to you, that's when it actually starts to sink in. That's how I felt when I paid more attention to the skills I was using in games. And I wanted to share something that happened to me because I only became a team leader at work this year. And a part of me did feel that imposter syndrome, like, am I really up for this task? Am I really capable of handling and talking to multiple people all at the same time? And I was really mindful of how I was acting, how I was communicating with people. Um, But a part of me still felt like on edge. I wasn't really sure if I was doing everything the way I was supposed to as a leader. And there was this one instance, I was having a one-on-one call with one of my team members. And by the end of the call, before we were going to head off, she said, wait, can I say something? And she essentially just expressed her gratitude towards how I was acting or how I was interacting with them and I am personally someone that still doesn't know how to accept compliments I say thank you and I just feel some (laughs) I just feel gross inside for whatever reason but I still don't know how to like fully accept a compliment yet and when she told me that she was really happy with how I was you know handling things deep down I I was like wow I, I didn't realize that I was really doing a good job or at least this is an indicator that I'm doing something right within the team and so this is just one of those examples because had she not told me during that call I really wouldn't have known for sure And I'm also, you know, I like to get feedback, but not in the sense that I want to fish for compliments. Most of the feedback that I try to look for are feedback on things that I feel are still negative or they could still be improved upon. And that's why I really am not good with accepting compliments just yet. I'm still trying to work on it, finding that balance. But anyway, going back, you never know how much of an impact you actually have on someone else. And you'll never know unless they actually tell you. And here's the thing. If you actually have people that are telling you stuff, then that's good for you because that means you have people that are willing to voice out how they feel. And now it's just a matter of what you do with it. Because, for example, if someone approaches you or reaches out to you and says, Hey, I really appreciate what you've been doing. Keep it up. It's a great job. And you're really inspiring to me. Do you use those kind words as motivation to keep going? Or do you start letting it feed your ego? And now that's a whole different thing now because our ego can tend to make us distracted by what's really important to us. So there's that. And then if you have other people that are approaching you and reaching out to you and what they're saying is relatively negative in the sense that it's feedback or criticism, what do you do with that? Do you see it as an opportunity to improve yourself or do you like to brush it off or worse, do you respond defensively and aggressively towards it? So like those are the things that, you know, you have to look out for if people readily tell you these things without having to ask them first. But in most cases, and for like the average human being, we're never gonna hear 100% of how much we've actually impacted someone, whether positively and negatively. And here's why I say that it's because people have their own reservations. So, me personally, I look up to a good amount of people, but I don't necessarily like send them messages every single day about how much they inspire me. One, because most of them don't know me anyway, and I don't want to come off as creepy if I do send them messages ever so often. And then two, I'm just, you know, (laughs) relatively shy as a person when it comes to things like that. And the same goes for a lot of people, I can imagine, like people have their own reservations, even with negative stuff, negative triggers, not everyone will voice out their concerns or what they think is problematic right away because it's either they don't want to make a big fuss out of things they have other important things going on or they're already stressed or they just don't want to cause conflict for anything now that we know this like now that it's out there in the open we don't know what kind of impact we could actually have the more i think about it the more i actually think that it's a good thing because not knowing what kind of impact we have can actually open up two opportunities for us. The first is to keep doing more of what we want to do. If you're someone that feels like no one is going to see or appreciate your work, keep going because you never know what impact you could actually have on someone, on just one person. They might see that one art piece, that one video, one song, and think, Wow, I wanna do something like this. And it's that one person that matters the most. They may not see your work ever again, but that's okay because you actually already did your part. You planted that seed of curiosity and interest into someone to work on their own journey. And if you think about that, like, it's amazing that we can actually impact. And influence people that we haven't necessarily met in real life or like physically at least and it's just crazy how much good we can still bring out onto this world and so to me that's the first opportunity that not knowing what kind of impact we can have can bring to us and the second opportunity is the opportunity to be more mindful So how is not knowing what kind of impact we could have an opportunity to be more mindful? We interact with so many people every single day. And I don't just mean like physically seeing, talking, or hanging out with someone or a group of people. I also mean how we interact with people online. The online world is so vast and so big and you know, social media and the internet, that's never going away. That's something that's going to be continuously ingrained in how we live. And so how we interact through the digital space really matters as much as how we interact in real life, because it's basically just an extension of who we are. So how are you really interacting with people? even though we can't control how people would perceive our actions and our words, wouldn't you want to give it your best shot and just try to spread as much good and as much positivity as you can? Because that's one of the two choices. The other choice is straight out, you know, being intentional about hurting and spreading hate. Well, I like to assume that most people don't have that thought, or at least it's not the first occurring thought. But because we're humans, we make mistakes. Sometimes we get overthrown by our emotions. Sometimes we get blinded by what's not important. And because of that, we tend to chase things that we think are good, but are actually starting to be more harmful, not only to us, but also to the people that we interact with. And again, These are the people that are within our immediate area of effect. And so our area of effect can be positive and it can also be negative. And not to mention, areas of effect go both ways. We don't just affect other people. Other people affect us. The people that we love to surround ourselves with will impact and influence us one way or another. And that's another thing that we have to be mindful of too. Like, who are the people that I am surrounding myself with? Do I find myself in a place that I feel safe and comfortable to be myself? Or do I find myself in a position that makes me want to change who I really am to fit in and to please other people? Do I enjoy spending time with these people? Do I enjoy talking to these people Or do I feel drained? Do I feel more alone when I'm with these people? Those are things that we have to be mindful of because that's their area of effect on us. And if we don't like how it's affecting us, then we can actually make the decision to step out of that area. We can do that. We can. It's just a matter of finding a healthy way to do it. And so those to me are the two opportunities that can arise from not knowing what kind of impact we can actually have on other people. And another great thing about this is similar to games, the more we improve ourselves, our skills, and the more we level up, the more we can make our areas of effect larger. And I guess the only difference is we want our areas of effect to be bigger, not because we want to deal damage like in games, but because we want to possibly do more good. And we're capable of that. It's something that we can choose to do. And I don't know, I think that's such a cool thing to be able to do as humans. And we're definitely social beings. We're not playing this game of life alone. And so that's why the way we interact with each other is really important. And I guess the last thing I want to touch on is There's no guarantee. We don't know how much time we have on earth. We don't know how someone's going to perceive what we do. Because you could spend all this time creating and building something that you're proud of and something that you think is motivational and has value. And yet, there still could be one person that won't have any good thing to say about it. And that's okay because that's not what matters. What matters is we're doing our best. What matters is we're trying to make good use of whatever influence we have. And as long as you're not hurting anyone or trying to bring anyone down, then I say, keep doing what you do because you never know who might need what you're doing. You never know who might actually need to hear the messages that you're sharing So yeah, (laughs) before we head off, I do want to ask you guys, what are the different areas of effect that you have in your life right now? And in each area, what do you think is your overall effect? Are you the spontaneous one in the group or are you the more controlled and reserved person in the family? Or are you the opposite? I know this might feel counterintuitive because I just spent this entire episode saying we'll never know for sure unless someone tells us. But again, let's practice mindfulness because you know how you feel when you interact with a group of people. And by that alone, you can start getting an idea of what your impact could be. And once you have that idea, now you can ask yourself, How do you want to continue interacting with and potentially affecting other people? Those are the questions that you can reflect on this week. And I guess that's it for this episode. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow the podcast so that you know when the next episode is out. And if you have some time, please rate and review the show. All you have to do is click on the link in the description box, and that will show you the different ways you can share your thoughts about the show. I'd really love to hear from you guys, and plus, it's going to help the podcast a lot. And of course, let's keep the conversations going. Check the podcast out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at EquippedPodcastPH. You can also send an email to EquippedPodcastPH at gmail.com for your feedback, suggestions, or possible collaborations. Alright, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode. Again, stay safe, stay healthy, but also stay equipped.